Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. When it comes to missions, we have those that go, those that send uh, with money, but we also have, hopefully, prayer warriors. Now, which one's the most important? Well, I I just want to say all three are important. Uh, Some things should be listed horizontally and not vertically. And I think this is one of them that we we just got to do. We got to be willing. When you start praying seriously, I think you become one that would give. And then when you give and pray, I think you, God may put it on your heart to go. But today on Exploring Missions, we're going to look at strategic prayer tools that God has provided in our day to pray for missions. Our co-host, Nathan Harper, is going to lead us through this. Nathan, we're living in a great day when we have prayer tools. Growing up, as I did, the prayer tool you would have would probably be a magazine or a mail-out, and it would tell you who to pray for, maybe on their birthday, needs that they have. But many times it would be to, to get it to the publisher, to get it printed, to be mailed. It, it would be days or weeks or months later when right. you would hear the need. But today, because of the technology, the, what we're going to give today is prayer needs that are readily available for the needs of that country or those people. Yes, and just going back to what you initially said about the importance of prayer, you know, when my family and I were preparing and praying through and and looking at joining the mission field, and all we were doing was going from uh, North Mississippi to Atlanta, Georgia, you know, a five-hour drive away. But we were really impressed upon by our mission agency and, and just by all of those that we come in contact with that how prayer is central and vital to, to the task we have. So the very first thing we did, we asked and recruited individuals and people to join our prayer team. Even before we asked them to support us financially, we needed their prayer support. And there's a there's a great correlation in fruitfulness on the on the mission field to prayerfulness of of a support team for a for a mission mission team. So if you know a missionary, if you know a mission team, if your church sends missionaries and supports missionaries, please please pray diligently for those workers and for the work that they're doing. But today we want to do also a little Bible study. We try to encourage you to. See that missions is biblical. That's the whole idea. So just about everything we do here, we we try to go back to the Word of God. And there's many examples of prayer in in the book of Acts. Before Paul and Barnabas was sent out, they fasted and they prayed. Uh, Again, when they would go out every time, they would pray and send them out. So that's it. But how should we pray? I, I, I just, Psalm 67 there are some passages here on Exploring Missions we tend to come back to. Second Timothy 2, 2, about men, training men. Yeah. But this one Matthew also. Matthew chapter 28. Yeah, Jack, Matthew 28, Acts 1, 8, and mm-hmm. so forth. But here's one, Psalm 67, and I, I just it, 
it really did change my perspective. Uh, I think Psalm 67 had more to do with me passage-wise about missional than any passage in the Bible. Listen, God be merciful to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Now, when I read that, I would stop and I said, Lord, this is all selfish. But then in verse 2, it just, Nathan, it, 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 it kind of just blooms out and, and encompasses so much that your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. That just, yeah. And we want to pray for that. I, I want to pray that right now. Father, I pray that the name of Jesus would be heard, and Father, that his life, that he even lives now at the right hand of the Father, would be seen as, as someone who loves us, as he died on the cross and taken our sin for us and then from us. And Father, I thank you that we have the privilege of being ministers in the ministry of reconciliation, that we can let all the nations of the earth hear the good news of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Nathan, there's a lot of tools that are available, and that's one of the things we try to do. Make sure you understand we not only are trying to help you as we do a Bible study and let you hear of missionaries that are doing the work there. We're also trying to get you to understand there's tools available to you to help you to be a better witness, but these are tools to help you better be a better prayer warrior for missions. Absolutely, and it's the you know, primary task of any missionary is prayer, and the primary task of a mission-focused church is going to be, is going to be prayer. And so hopefully these tools that we're going to highlight, just a few of them, there's so many, but we're going to highlight just a few, show you how to uh, use them, maybe model some of that for you, and hopefully that will help you to spark a uh, maybe a movement of prayer in your in your church, or maybe just in your heart, or maybe help just build that up. Maybe you've already been faithful to pray, but these are some new tools maybe for you that will help bolster that. And so we're going to look at uh, just a few of them, but understand there are so many prayer tools you can. Uh, they have apps. You can go and download apps for your mobile devices. There are websites after websites. There are printed materials still that are being used. So, you know, and that doesn't even include the denominational missions resources that most, are available. Most denominations has a mission program. If they're a denomination worthy of, of being a part of, they have a evangelical mission program. Absolutely. So, so you can go on that and find out how to pray or who to pray right. for. So the very first one we want to look at, is something some of you might be familiar with. It's called Operation World. And so Operation World, it's been around for a few decades, actually. Uh, Patrick Johnston has uh, begun that. Now it's led by Jason Mandrick. And so OperationWorld.org is their website, but they also have printed resources. You can get a big, thick book that includes every single country on Earth and lots and lots and lots of information about just the country itself and the people there, but also the religious systems that are there in those countries. I remember when we were doing Sunday night in home groups for missions, not just for fellowship and Bible study, but for missional, we would take that book and find a country and we would pray for that country and we would see the greatest need they have at that point in time and the people that we need to pray for. It is a great tool. The book is, the website is as well. Yeah. So Operation World is what we're talking about. 
And uh, you can actually go to their website, website operationworld.org, and you can sign up for daily emails. And you can get an email in your inbox every day that has a new country for each day that, that you can pray for. And, they, and then they link back to their website for more prayer tools. But they'll give you some prayer points each day for each country. And because there are more days in the year than there are countries in the world, some of the days are for larger groups. So just for example, if you go to operationworld.org and click on prayer focus, the day we're actually recording this, Operation World has for us to pray for the unreached peoples of Africa. So there are unreached people groups still in Africa. And specific, one of those that we want to pray for today are the Fulani people. Maybe you've heard of the Fulani. They're also called the Fulbe or the Pular. Some of these people groups have multiple names that they're known by, but probably more commonly the Fulani. There's actually 32 million, almost 32 million Fulani people in, in Africa. Some of the Fulani people have actually migrated to other parts of the world, including the U.S., and there, were a, there was a small pocket of Fulani even in Atlanta where I was serving. And uh, we were trying to, uh, to reach out with them as well. But they've basically spread from Senegal, and they've spread from Senegal through other parts of Africa. And they've become a major component of nearly every country of the, uh, the Sahara region, all the way over to Sudan. Wow. You can find the, the Fulani there. So they're actually the largest nomadic culture people in the world. So if you talk about nomadic culture, you know, in years past, they would travel around with their herds of livestock throughout the desert. But they're still considered a nomadic culture, even though a lot of them have settled down in cities. Now, here's the thing about the, the mission work among the Fulani. More than half of them now live settled lifestyles and have become more strongly Muslim than the nomads that are traveling around still. So planting churches among them has been hard and slow. There's been small breakthroughs, however, in church planting in the countries of Benin, Nigeria, and Chad. And the Fulani represent one of the major challenges for missions in Africa today. There are dozens of mission agencies with some outreach or ministry to them, and several partnerships have been formed to synergize ministry among them. So all this I'm reading is, is coming from the Operation World website just for the daily prayer points. So we want to pray specifically for the Fulani peoples right now that are in Africa and, and scattered other places. I even am thinking right now of a friend of mine, friends of mine named Travis and Sarah who are in Guinea-Bissau, Africa, and they, they're Fulani there and they're attempting to work with them as well. Yeah. So uh, join us real quickly as we pray for these uh, Fulani peoples. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have made known unto us of the Fulani people there in Africa that once was just in one area, but now because of migration, they spread all across the, the northern part of Africa there. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would bring this large nomadic people to Christ. There's a, Those that have settled has seen a great number uh, go to Islam, and I pray, God, that, that they would see light, and I pray for those that are trying to plant churches, trying to witness to them, that they would be successful in knowing how 
to, to reach a nomadic people, especially when they are probably not in one area that long. So, Father, give us give wisdom, strength to those and those that are working with them. Father, may you give them success, and may you see that these people, 32 million that have have left even Africa, part of them have left, part of the 32 million have left Africa and come to America, even in Atlanta. And I pray that these pockets of the Fulani would be reached with the gospel, that they might carry the truth of Jesus Christ to their own people. And Father, we pray for success. We pray that your Holy Spirit would go before the missionaries as they reach out to these people that are precious in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So that was Operation World that we just kind of wanted to show you what it would be like to utilize that. And you could even go to uh, a Christian bookstore and probably find the Operation World book there. All right, we want to move on to another prayer tool. And this is more video-based. It's called PrayerCast. So you can go to prayercast.com and you can find... Uh, regularly updated videos for different countries in the world. And it's just beautiful videos. They're usually pretty short, three, three and a half minutes or so. And an indigenous person from that country will voice a prayer and you'll have nice music and really beautiful video to watch. And it's more of just to uh, set the stage for your prayer for these people. You can watch that and you can uh, even, it's something you could show in a worship service on a Sunday morning or something to uh, encourage your people at church to pray. So the current prayer cast, if you go to their website, prayercast.com, is for the Democratic Republic of Congo and uh, the DRC. And so there's three prayer points that I just want to mention to you. And then what we're going to do is we're going to play the audio of a video for DRC, prayer cast video. So the prayer points are we want to pray In the Democratic Republic for the Congo, we want to pray for a stable national government rooted in righteousness. Currently, there's been lots of civil war and strife, so we want to pray for stability in their government. We want to pray for followers of Jesus, that they would be ambassadors of spiritual and national reconciliation, really praying for the peace in that that country. And we also want to pray for the Prince of Peace, Jesus himself, to heal those that have been traumatized by widespread violence. You know, when I was living in Atlanta, I met a young man named Muhammad, who was a former child soldier in the Democratic Republic of Congo until he met Jesus. And he still experiences memories of trauma, but God has given him peace because of Jesus. So let's listen to uh, this prayer for the Democratic Republic of Congo. Almighty and sovereign God, by your might you created all that exists. You created the oceans and the seas, lands and islands. We owe you all that we are and all that we have. We confess our sinful nature. We confess our wrong deeds. Please forgive us for both our sins and the sins of our forefathers. We commit our land, the Democratic Republic of Congo, into your powerful hands. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. We confess that we have gone astray and commit all sorts of evil. We have neglected the cross. We have worshipped other gods, 
praised our fellow human beings, soiled our land with innocent blood. We sincerely regret our behavior, Father. Would you please come down and look with your merciful eyes the suffering of your people from the Democratic Republic of Congo, the, this big and powerful land, this giant which has having troubles making any step paralyzed, weakened, humiliated, crumbling under years of chaos, wars, immorality, instability, poverty, violence against women, famine. Please forgive our sin, clean our land, heal our land, comfort the widows and the orphans, visit the neglected, the oppressed, heal our people, heal our hearts. Merciful Father, please may the powerful blood of Jesus cleanse our hands to wash it from its iniquity, injustice and immorality. We pray for our economy, may it be driven by you. We pray for security, for stability. May the power of love govern and drive our relations. May it cast out fear and drives out conflict. May the blood of Jesus, which surpasses any constitution ever made, bound people to you and to one another. We pray for justice on our country. We pray for our president. We pray for the prime ministers, all members of the Senate and Parliament, governors. We pray for church leaders and for all leaders of opinion. Grant them wisdom from above to carry on the duties with justice and integrity. Grant to your people peace that we so much yearn for. Oh, bless us, Lord, indeed. Make your face to shine upon the democratic land of Congo. Be gracious unto us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We want to uh, join our hearts with, uh, with this brother praying for those in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. That touches, I think, our, I want to use a collective word, our hearts, Amen. to hear him cry out to the Lord in, um, I know it's English, but it's still his, his country. Yeah. And, and praise the Lord. The so that's, uh, yeah, that's PrayerCast. So you can go to PrayerCast.com, and they have lots of other videos for different countries and prayer support. And so definitely uh, you want to check that out. Another website, another resource that uh, we want to help you that will aid in your prayer uh, strategies is Joshua Project. Okay, maybe you've heard of that. Heard of that. We've referred to that before on this, on this show. But uh, joshuaproject.net is the uh, website, joshuaproject.net. But they also have an app that's called the uh, Unreached of the Day that you can check out. You can also get emails from them, but you can also look at their app on a daily basis. And it's updated where you see a focused people group that's unreached uh, with the gospel, and you can pray for them. So today's unreached people group of the day are the Kazakh, but not just the Kazakh in Kazakhstan, but the Kazakh in China. In the Kazakh in China, there's only 3,700 of them, just a little over 3,000. Zero Christians, zero evangelical believers. Their main religion is Islam. Their main language is Kazakh. And so, you know, there's lots of ministry obstacles, especially currently going on in China right now. But um, there's also outreach ideas you can read about. There's uh, 
prayers for followers of Christ. They're on the Joshua Project website or, or their app and ways to pray for the entire people group. There's even a scripture focus. It's Isaiah 52, 7. It says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. And so you can even find a map of the specific location there in China where the Kazakh people are living, there at the foot of the mountains. And there's resources like the Jesus film, and you can actually, from this app, from the website, it's probably unlikely that you'll meet a Kazakh person here in the U.S. from China. But if you happen to, and or any other people group, I've actually used this before, where you can click on the link for the Jesus film in that person's country, and it will take you immediately to a video, and you can download it on their phone or show them show the actual Jesus film right there on the spot with them. You can access New Testament translations in their, in their language, uh, even audio versions of the New Testament. They actually, the Kazakhs have a complete Bible in their language. Amen. And so you can actually download that for them right there on the spot using this Joshua Project app. So it's more than just a prayer app, but focus today, we want to talk about the prayer parts of that. Definitely check out joshuaproject.net. And we want to pray today for the Kazakh people of China, all 3,700 of them. doesn't sound like very significant, but they're significant to the Lord. Amen. And we want to pray that workers will be sent to them. Now, before we pray this prayer, I want to go through five steps real quickly of how specifically we can pray for unreached people groups, whether it's the Kazakh or any, any unreached people group that you might have a burden for. You could pray these, these, go through these five steps of praying for unreached people groups. And uh, I used to teach this quite a lot when I was in Atlanta, and hopefully people have picked up on it and, and are continuing to do this. But there's five prayers. The first prayer is we want to pray for more workers. You know, in Luke 10, 2, Jesus uh, told his disciples that the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest for more workers. Pray that the Lord Jesus would send out more workers into the harvest field. So uh, today we want to pray that Jesus will send out workers to reach the Kazakh people in China. The second prayer is that we would pray that those workers that will be sent would have a bold witness through a verbal proclamation of the gospel. We want them to be bold, and we want them to give a good gospel message verbally in that person's language, in the Kazakh language, proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ boldly. The third prayer is that we want the workers to also back up their verbal proclamation with a visual demonstration of the gospel. Now, this could come in two different forms. It could come in the form of signs and wonders, and God doing miracles and maybe healing people or maybe even like casting demons away or different things like that. It could be simple as like acts of service and intentionally uh, being kind and going out of your way to serve people. And we want the workers, the mission workers, to be open to whatever God wants to use them in, in a visual demonstration of the gospel, mainly to see God's power at work in people's lives. You know, sometimes... You can reverse those, and, and God uses those visual demonstrations of power to then open people's ears to hear the gospel. And then the fourth prayer we want to pray is that the new believers who will come about as a result of the gospel going forth 
specifically today among the Kazakh people. We want to pray for their protection and perseverance of the new believers. We know there in China there will be uh, persecution. And so we can pray that they will be protected from that persecution, but we also want to pray that they will persevere through it because that's just a fact of life of following Jesus no matter where you are. Some places it's more severe, so we want to pray for their perseverance through the persecution and their strength and growth. And then finally, the fifth prayer, we want to pray that there would be multiplication of new disciples and churches among the Kazakh people there in China. And so join us real quickly as we voice these prayers to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we know your heart uh, is for your glory, and it's, among, it's for your glory among even the Kazakh people of China. Almost 4,000 of them. You know each individual one. And we pray that you, uh, with your heart, for those, for those things that you would send out more workers into your harvest field. Burden your people to do the work of sending out workers and even going themselves, giving financially and praying for these Kazakh people. Would you send out workers to them? And we ask that these workers would be bold in their verbal witness. They would share boldly, clearly communicate the good news of Jesus to the Kazakh people. We pray that you would empower them to do great works in your name, that they would be servant-minded and they would be kind and generous and do good things among the Kazakh people. And that even that if you wanted to do miraculous works, that the Kazakh people would see that and want to know and hear about Jesus. We pray, Lord, that the new believers who you're going to raise up, we believe this in Jesus' name, that you will raise up new believers among the Kazakhs. And we pray for their protection through persecution. And we pray for their perseverance and growth. And we ask that you allow these new brothers and sisters who are going to be birthed into the kingdom, that you will empower them with strength and perseverance. And Lord, we pray that they would multiply new disciples and new churches among the Kazakh people. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been hearing about what God's doing around the world here in Exploring Missions, but we're asking you to be a part of it with your prayers, your concern, and uh, pray for more workers in all the fields. But today we've talked about the Fluani people of Africa. We've talked about the Kazakh people there in China, and we're praying that God would do a work in the Congo and make these a part of it. Operation World, Prayer Cast, Joshua Project. Nathan, thank you for sharing that with us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions here on the American Family Radio Network. And may God bless you as you're on mission for God. God.